Hey everyone, Josh Neighbors here, Locked on Big 12 podcast. On today's show, some breaking news on this Monday morning, November 14th. Shane Lyons is out as West Virginia Athletic Director. We'll discuss what that means for football and basketball and the school as a whole as the Big 12 is in transition. That's coming up on today's show. You are Locked on Big 12. Your daily podcast on the Big 12 Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Once again, Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Big 12 Podcast. Before we get going, just want to say, thinking about the folks at the University of Virginia today, if you have not heard, there was a shooting former football player, killed at least three people and two more injured. That's the news we have right now. School has been on lockdown um, and so just thinking about that situation, hope it gets resolved and uh, really sick and tired of seeing all the gun violence that happens on college campuses, especially. And it sucks that this uh, you know, is affecting athletes uh, right now, current and former to see in this situation. It's really sad. So thinking about all the folks there, that's just down the road for me. My brother went to school at UVA, so it's about 45 minutes, an hour away. Still know some family and friends who are there. So thinking about that situation right now, just wanted to put that out there. Uh Make sure you guys, for other Big 12 news and notes, make sure you guys subscribe to the channel here, Locked on Big 12, six days a week, basically, of Big 12 content. We talk about television contracts. We discuss news like this, athletic directors and coaches, searches, firings, all those things, game previews, game reviews, picks, best bets, everything. We've got you covered six days a week. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. Also, find us wherever you get your podcast stitcher spotify apple all those places you can follow us on twitter at lo big 12 you guys can find me at josh neighbors underscore also we are brought to you today by bet online and betonline.net all right so the news today it came out i believe pete thamel had it first over at espn shane lyons is out as west virginia's uh, athletics director and uh this is obviously significant news uh you know when it comes to the, the Big 12, the future of the Big 12, the future of that school, the future of their football program. He took over in 2015. He was hired from Alabama. And really, you know, just kind of reading from what Pete says here, Pete Thamel over at ESPN, he said, West Virginia has agreed to separate with athletic director Shane Ryan. I West Virginia's AD since 2015, but a combination of budget issues and the school's struggling football program led to a change in direction. The school has not made a decision yet on Coach Neil Brown's future. Uh, Lyon's departure highlights Brown's uncertain status as he's 21 and 24 in four seasons and has one loss from clinching the program's third season, a losing season in four years. Uh, Brown did topple Oklahoma to snap West Virginia's nine-game losing streak to the Sooners, but the Mountaineers at four and six remain a long shot to reach a bowl game. Lyons is expected to be replaced on an interim basis by Rob Alsup, who is the school's vice president for strategic in, uh, initiatives, sources told ESPN. The placement of someone from the university president Gordon G's executive staff is an indicator of how distinctly the school wants to change directions. All right, so we'll stop right there. And I, I do think that obviously this is a um, this is a move that is foreshadowing things to come as as it pertains to Neil Brown in West Virginia. Um, a lot of times, I, I think the term that people use is just like you know your rabbi. It's somebody that is kind of there to stand for you, there to fight for you, there that has your back. Uh, this happens all the time, whether it's athletics, 
uh, you know, athletic directors hiring coaches or, you know, situations even like in the NFL, right? Like if a GM drafts a guy, they're more likely to hang on to the guy they drafted than maybe a player who's undrafted, who's playing better, right? If they drafted a sixth round pick and, you know, the sixth round pick isn't playing quite as well as a guy who is uh, off the street, they still sometimes might keep the sixth round pick because guess what? They draft for them. They feel some loyalty to them. So Neil Brown, man, your rabbi has, has left the building. Um, and I think that is a huge, huge signal for what is to come. It's actually pretty interesting. This morning, um, uh, somebody came through my house. They were doing some work on, you know, doing an inspection on, on the house. I was talking to him for a second and he said, you know, I am a, uh, West Virginia guy, I'm a Mountaineer guy because I was wearing my Kansas football shirt. And he said, yeah, we got a big win this weekend, but we're not we're not headed in the right direction. You know, that, that, that thing's not going in the right direction. And he said, Neil Brown's not the guy. And that is the sentiment that I've gotten from a lot of West Virginia fans who have commented, who have talked to, you know, talked to me in person, who I've uh, interacted with. Uh, you know, I've got some, I got a friend who's a senior there right now, he's 22, you know, he's, he's, you know, enjoying the experience with saying, man, the football not in a good spot and talking to guys who are in the workforce, who are uh, alum, they aren't happy about it. People cover the team, you know, can tell what the vibe is. It's just not going very well. And the problem is Shane Lyons gave Neil Brown a large contract extension in 2021 that that is going to make sure that Neil Brown gets a nice cushy payout on the way out. That payout right now for Neil Brown is in the neighborhood of $17 million if they were to get rid of him. And um, I think that's clearly the next step. I think that this signals that Neil Brown's going to be gone. Typically, you don't, I, I think typically the way it works, at least as my understanding is, you don't um, hire the AD, then fire the coach. You fire the coach, hire the AD, hire the new coach. That's typically how it goes, right? That's how things went at Auburn. They fired Brian Harson. They hired the new AD from Mississippi State, and then now they're going to hire a new coach. And hey, that 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 rumor mill is going. I mean, we saw it last night. Uh, I, I Twitter was freaking out. Some talks about you know old Lane Kiffin. Nothing obviously too too crazy. You know how the message boards goes and how Twitter can go. Um, but there's a lot of movement happening right now with, with other coaches, and I think here is here is the focus right now for West Virginia. I, I've said this a bunch, and I'm keep saying it. West Virginia has no discernible identity when it comes to their football team this year, they don't do any one thing well in particular, right? That is pretty clear. Um, you know, when it comes to that, that team that in their squad and they've had some good defenses, right? That it's been something that that has happened, uh, but they aren't that good this year. And really Neil Brown, like the recruiting is fine, but it's not gangbusters to the point where you want to make something happen. I know they get the win over Oklahoma and they've picked up some nice victories, but at no point are you looking at this West Virginia program, this team and saying, yeah, there's clear direction here, right? I mean, they've got two really nice wins over Virginia Tech the last couple of years, but Tech might end up being a two and 10 team in Oklahoma. It's a down year. I know they finally got the win, but does that win in the rain against OU prove anything really? No, I don't think it does for West Virginia. So I think this is a signal of what's to come for Neil Brown and really, when I think about this program and their future and where they're positioned right now, as they look forward and as they, it looks like they're going to head into the big, or not gonna, going to, they are heading into the new Big 12, it's all about where you're positioned, right? 
if you're TCU, if you are Baylor, if you are Oklahoma State, you really like where you're positioned right now, right? You've got yourself a coach that you believe in. I know Baylor's not having this excellent season. I know Oklahoma State's not having an excellent season. is having an excellent season. But you really, like, people use that word alignment a lot. There seems to be alignment everywhere that we go here with this, right? Even Texas Tech, like, Joey McGuire, Mark Adams, you're, you're kind of pleased. Think about what's happening at Cincinnati, right? You got Wes Miller on the basketball side. You got Luke Fickle on the football side. You're really excited. You're coming into the league, all that kind of stuff. That's kind of the ideal. That's kind of what you want. You know, uh, Houston's, I'm not sure they're having a great season, but they're kind of stuck with Dana Holgerson right now, it feels like. And uh, they've also got Kelvin Sampson. You kind of want to want to know where you're going with that. And West Virginia right now on both those fronts, and we'll talk about basketball here in a little bit. West Virginia on both of those fronts might want to be making some changes because when those new teams come in, if you're kind of an old Big 12 member, you want to you want to make sure you're ahead of those schools. You want to try to see if you're ahead of the curve. And West Virginia right now is not ahead of the curve in any way, shape, or form. They are a bottom-tier Big 12 team when it comes to football. They're not recruiting the state of Florida particularly well, which is something that they've done very, very well. Now that they're in a they're in an area where they really could be a great development school because what do they have in that area? They've got Ohio, they got Pennsylvania, and they've got D, the DMV, DC, Maryland, Virginia, all in their backyard. And those are very uh, fertile recruiting grounds. And also now with the reintroduction of Florida back into the or into the Big 12 conference, right? Think about where West Virginia was before. The Big East was in Florida. So having the Big East there allowed Florida uh, or West Virginia rather to help get a foothold in that area. And so when you're thinking about the changes that need to be made, you need a guy who can recruit. Yes. Um, you need somebody who can develop talent. Yes. And you need to do it before these other schools come in like TCU, Baylor, even Kansas state to some extent, uh, you know, they're set up to, to make those occasional rides to the top. Oklahoma State, definitely. West Virginia, though, in a time and space and place where we've seen teams rise and fall to the top, right? Iowa State makes a Big 12 title game, plays Oklahoma. Texas then rose up. I, and I'm talking about this, once again, the context of like schools rising up, falling. Texas one year, then Baylor one year, then TCU this year, right? Uh, all of these schools kind of making that push, then falling back. You know, obviously Iowa State did it too. Um, and it's okay to have like the up year, the down year, the up year, the down. Or, you know, you, you kind of surge up once you get a really good team every four years, so every three years, whatever it is. All of these schools are doing it. Oklahoma State did it last year. Baylor's in it multiple times. Iowa State did it before. TCU's doing it now. Um, I'm listing all these schools off, and you're noticing the one that's not being listed in there is West Virginia. And look, they're not the only ones. Kansas State's making their push this year to be in a Big 12 title game. But like everybody else is, everybody else is, you know, and, and they're down years. We're seeing it right now at Iowa State. But when has West Virginia made that push recently? And you don't always need five-star talent. Iowa State is, is pretty much the uh, example, right? Five-star culture is kind of their calling card. West Virginia needs something like that. And look, people love the Neil Brown hire at the time. That's actually not a bad hire. Like who, there were very few people who thought the Neil Brown hire was a bad one, but it just didn't work out. The problem is now is that the timing sucks for them because they're going to owe a lot of money. They're about to be in a, a, a big transition spot and they're going to have to find their footing. And they're also having some financial issues as well. It's just a really bad time, which I think makes this thing feel worse. But like 
this was one of those hires that just didn't work out. Remember Tom Herman at Texas was one that everybody was super excited about, just didn't work out the way that we thought it might work out. And there are a lot of great candidates out there. Uh, I talked about this last week. I think this would be a really good one. I think you could poach Jamie Chadwell and get him into the power five ranks and get him at West Virginia. I think that would be an excellent, excellent hire. Hey, maybe Tom Herman wants back. in. it's a guy who's a pretty good recruiter, obviously not the recruiter you know, in this area, but a very good recruiter at that. Um, Chadwell would be my number one if they can make that happen, but it feels like a move for football is going to be coming here pretty soon. And also want to mention something else about the athletic director that they mentioned here and Brown's buyout expected to be nearly 17 million looms over the departure of lions. Although there is an offset in the contract that would lessen the amount for West Virginia, there has been aggressive second guessing of WVU giving uh, the Brown extension in April, 2021 when Brown of the record 11 and 11. Also people were upset that lions really didn't uh, find alternate revenue streams for the university. We've heard this is something that uh, that we've seen talked about a lot in this conference. I thought that Brett Yormark made comments about it. And it's one thing to say it, another thing to do it. I've talked about, you know, names on jerseys, all kinds of stuff like that, you know, things that they could do, have an official beef, you know, stock up on sponsors, uh, things like, you know, sponsors on jerseys, all that kind of stuff is stuff this league is going to have to do to try and boost their revenues. And so it sounds like West Virginia has not gotten too creative uh, in trying to do that. And uh, I'm reading right here. One of the criticisms of Lyons is that he wasn't creative and aggressive enough in finding new revenue streams. So someone with a strong business background might be coveted in the search for WVU's next athletic director. Now, now, that doesn't mean you pinch pennies on the coach, right? You, you don't want to be pinching pennies on the next coaching decision. Um, but I think this is a signal that somebody out there in the West Virginia community or multiple somebodies is going to is posting bail, basically. Somebody's going to come up with that money, either the school plus people plus someone, whatever it is. And it sounds like the shift is coming for football. I don't think you see this move happen at the time it's happening without that shift. But as we look forward and transition to the big 12, like West Virginia is in a spot where they need to figure it out. And look, I think it's smart because I wouldn't want to hang on to the AD. I would not want to hang on to the coach either heading into the new big 12 and then have to do a hiring in the first year of the new big 12. Plus it's going to be a, you know, it's going to be a 14 team league. It sounds like for a little bit as well. And West Virginia right now, I mean, they're one, they would be one of the worst teams in the league. If, even if you add BYU, even if you add Cincinnati and UCF and Houston this year, West Virginia is not like, they're not better than those schools right now. They're definitely not better than UCF. They're probably not better than Cincinnati. They're probably not better than Houston. And I think maybe they're better than BYU, but BYU is not very good this year. Um, I actually, it would be a pretty interesting game. Them against Cincinnati would be an interesting game. I think Cincinnati is still a little better than them. Not really sure how good Cincinnati is, but I think Cincinnati would be better than them. UCF is definitely better than them. And uh, Houston's maybe better than them. I don't know. Uh, Cause they're, they're having a down year, but it's ironic. Dana Holgerson had that conversation anyway. So I, I think this is the right time to do it. As it transitions, you want to find a new guy and um, you know, it might be a down year at first, but there are plenty of really strong coaching candidates out there. It's just, do you want to go back to a G5 coach after you just hired a G5 coach? Do you want to go with a coach 
who's got coaching experience? Do you want to go with a coordinator? There's a lot of good uh, young coordinators out there. A lot of good older coordinators who are out there as well. Uh, they could they could target you know maybe a, hey Jeff Grimes. What about that? Maybe he be a guy who knows the league well, comes there, implements the wide zone, becomes a head coach, and is a guy who can recruit that area well and maximize talent. That's one thing he is excellent at. And we've seen that, excuse me, the WVU offensive line be very good at times recently. There are options. West Virginia has a passionate, passionate fan base that loves their, their football, their basketball, they love their athletics. It is time for a change, though. It is time for that, that athletic department to move forward because they are going through it right now. Also want to mention too, folks, like there's not, I know Bob Huggins has the, um, has a lot of job security, has a lot of stability, but this is a coach who's about to turn 70. He'll turn 70, just turn 69. So he'll be 70 next year. And if you're looking at the way things have been going recently for West Virginia basketball, I know he's been in the tournament the last tournament appearance, um, you know, was what the 20 uh 2020 it says they're in the round of 32 that is not correct because there was no round of 32 back in 20 the 2020 covid basketball season uh the 1920 season yeah they're 21 and 10 99 they would have been yeah 2021 right they they did go to the ncaa tournament they were in the round of 32 but last year they were 16 and 17 uh 15 and 21 back in 18 21 and 10 19 and 10 16 and 17 I will say this, like he posted a stretch from 2015, 2014, 15, all the way through 2017. So four consecutive seasons, 25 wins, 26 wins, 28 wins, 26 wins, but one 20 plus win season since then and two seasons under 500. And this big 12 guys, it's just getting better when it comes to basketball. It, I mean, everybody in this league is getting better in West Virginia not saying they're left behind, but I have not been thrilled with West Virginia basketball recently uh, watching them. And I think this season, if it's another down year and he turns 70 years old, there needs to be a conversation about Bob Huggins' future at West Virginia. And also, like, with the way college athletics is changing, guys love it, love playing for Huggy Bear, sure, but it does take a different kind of person to coach. You saw Roy Williams and Coach K and Jay Wright all leave the sport. And look, some of that's age, sure. But I think also some of that too is as you get older, like do you want to deal with with the athletics the way it is, especially in hoops, with the transfer portal? I mean, if you're watching some of your teams play, it's a bunch of different guys every single season. And obviously Bob Huggins is not from an era where that's really the case, right? So I think not saying his way of doing things is antiquated and old, but those guys, I think there is some awareness, like eight and age isn't always a factor, but for him, it is turning 70. There is just always, you know, the, the, the clock's ticking on that. And I think with the way things are changing, it might be time for a change there. Look, Huggy Bear, I mean, this is a guy who's a college basketball Hall of Famer. Um, he's got over 300 wins at West Virginia. He's got 918 wins total, maybe a thousands of goal for him. But this is a guy, you know, who almost won, you know, four, was it 400 damn games, 399 during his time at Cincinnati, 328 now at West Virginia. I mean, he is just a fantastic coach, a great basketball coach. But, you know, these things do come to an end, right? And um, can he rally the troops? Can he fix it? I mean, I'm not saying it can't happen, but that that basketball program looks like – also, he's never really been able to get over the hump too. So like, this is maybe the time to make the transition, make the change – if you're WVU hoops, I just think that 
this is signaling a changing of the guard. Sure, you might let Huggy Bear just stay there and do his thing, but I, I think I think this is trending in that direction. That's just the way that I feel. Um, so football and basketball, the two big focuses here, finally rev- revenue streams, the big focus is here. Hopefully they have the money. Hopefully somebody comes up with it because we don't want money to be an issue. We don't want them to pinch pennies on hiring coaches. We want West Virginia to be as strong as possible. I know the fans want that as well. But I think this is the right move at the right time. Shane Lyons out. He's a, He loves Neil Brown. That was his hire. Obviously, the rabbi now has left the building for him. I think that situation is different than the Bob Huggins one. That's a guy who's been there for a while. Um, you kind of maybe give him a chance to, to sort things out. But if you can tell it's not heading in the right direction, you make the change. Also, I don't think there's really a downside in basketball anymore to giving a guy an extra year just because if you get the right coach in a certain scenario, they can come in, get a bunch of transfers, keep some of the guys they have, get a nice recruiter too. And if you do a good job coaching, you can completely turn the fortune of a basketball team, right? Like basketball is a little bit easier to turn around than football. Going portaling is a bit easier because the roster is smaller. The amount, if you identify the right kind of talent at the lower levels, or I mean, in the Big 12, you see a whole lot of guys transfer within the league places. Um, you know, but Bob Huggins said, I mean, Deuce McBride was a guy that he identified as like a football player, came in, it was, he's one of my favorite basketball players that I've watched in the Big 12, right? Getting guys like Sean McNeil and that one team they had a while back, I thought was a really good team. They crapped out against. Syracuse, I think it was the Derek Culver team. They crapped out against Syracuse in the tournament, Um, you know, but you can get teams together like that. It's just getting to the point for me where maybe you want a different face of the program as good as Bob Huggins is. Still carries a lot of weight. Still think he's a good coach, but it's about to turn 70. He'll be 70 next year. So I think that this move signals a change could happen there, but I think he gets more of an opportunity to turn it around because he's built up that clout as opposed to a Neil Brown. All right, uh, a couple words from our sponsors, and then we'll get out of here. Today's show is brought to you all by Simply Safe. It is the holiday season, and during the holiday season, folks, you guys should know this. This is when burglaries and package theft go up. And so, right now, protect your home, protect your family, your dog, your stuff, your packages with the number one rated Simply Safe home security system. For 50% off. This is the biggest offer all year. You won't want to miss it. It protects you and your family, like I mentioned. Don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system I recommend. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash locked on college. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on college. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Also, guys, didn't talk about candidates very much. I think that's something that we can assess down the line. And also, uh, I, I think one thing that people like me kind of always admit to, like, I'm not really in tune to a lot of the um, the shakings and how those things work in the administrative side. I think a lot of us who kind of cover this stuff, you know, athletically, like we we know the coaches and whatnot. But the real movers and shakers from an athletic standpoint, like that stuff that we kind of learn as we hear about candidates emerging. Um it sounds like they're not going to go internal to at least hire somebody right now. I don't know. That could be the case. It could not be the case. We will see. Uh, but the Big 12 went with somebody, Brett Yormark, who is a guy that was a, not a money guy, but he was a entertainment guy, a uh, networking guy, somebody who knew everybody to kind of help with that kind of stuff. 
who's excited about creating new revenue streams, I think that is more the direction as opposed to classical athletic director. Um, I think you're seeing a lot of schools go away from that kind of stuff right now. So we will see what direction the Mountaineers go in. I don't have any names right now, not seeing many apparent lists, but, but um, I think you're probably going to see them go more towards the business side of things as the media landscape changes and you want new innovative ways to generate revenue. One more word from our sponsors. We are brought to you by BetOnline and BetOnline.net, your number one source for sports betting, info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every pro and amateur league out there from football to basketball, soccer to esports. We've got it all on BetOnline and BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, they have those at BetOnline as well. Uh, always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online, it's where the game starts. All right, make sure you subscribe to us on uh, YouTube. Like the video, leave a comment, let us know what you think. Also, find us on Twitter at LOBig12. Find me at Josh Neighbors underscore. Till next time, my friends, as always, stay safe.